0: Hey guys, it's your man, Coach Mo Rev. We got another episode of the Thunder and Lightning Show, Blah! episode 18 with Miss Julianne Allen, my heritage middle school choir teacher, biggest influencer in town. has touched many lives over her 31 years of teaching. Hey guys, first we got to pay the sponsors. We got Flow Music, my boys, best streaming music app there is. Stream Spotify, Apple Music, and your SoundCloud on one playlist. Have your friends join in. And then the best protein in town, we got Muscle Gym Protein. We sell this here, guys. No taste, no flavor, pour it in something, drink it down, you're good to go. And then we got Clarity. This is what keeps me sharp, focused, one-take superstar. Thanks to my Clarity, boys. If you have this, we have it here also, guys. And CBD Salve, guys, we have this here. It's how I do my soft tissue, keep my athletes feeling good, feeling fine, feeling fresh. Hey. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Thunder and Lightning Show. Brrrat. Episode 18? 18, 18. 18. I have a special special guest with us today, Miss Julian Allen, Heritage Middle School choir teacher. My choir teacher. Um, Miss Julian Allen is <laughs> has touched so many lives, so many kids. If you ask any kid who's ever went through Heritage Middle School and went through the choir program, they will say, I love Miss Allen. Miss Allen's the best. She's my favorite teacher, um, which is a fact. Um, to me and to so many others, you have impacted our lives. Um, you were that teacher that was, that was real, is what you could say. Um, I try. <laughs> that, we could, that we could talk to, or anybody yeah. could talk to, or just we had a good time and we knew you cared about us. And you taught us so much, not just about choir. Um, I mean, I remember some of the stories you told us from when you used to teach back in LA, in California. Yeah. Uh, she would drop it to us real um, all the time (laughs) and it was appreciated Um, and again I have my co-host Anastasia Stewart my main man Braden Hunt Um, today guys uh, this episode I'm gonna let Miss Allen tell you give you her kind of summary of who she is and what she's doing but she just dropped a new book uh, the battle worth fighting um, raising faith children in a single-parent home Um, if you want to just kind of, people that don't know who you are, have never met you, uh, those strangers that may be out there, quick, who is Miss Allen? Who is Miss Julian Allen? Um, why have you written this book? Just kind of a quick summary of you and what
1: well, you're like doing. Mo- like Mo said, um, I've been teaching choir now for 31 years, believe it or not. I know I'm really old. Um, no. But I've been teaching for 31 years, and uh, 17 years ago I was widowed and I raised two kids by myself. Um, Haven't completely finished one of them. He's still- He's he's almost there. Almost there, he's a junior in high school. But at the time that I was widowed, he was five months old. And so, um, during that journey, I've just, I've made a lot of mistakes. I've done a lot of really bad, dumb things. Um, And then I've had to fix them. And I've also um, watched and become very observant of the kids in my classroom. Mm and the things that that are affecting them that their parents are doing that affect Mm -hmm. them positive and negative and i've tried to put it into a book to kind of help people shortcut and not have to make the mistakes that i made and um, hopefully do a better job with raising their kids and getting kids out there that that recognize how important faith is and how important it is to have that faith base mm-hmm. and um, mainly I want parents to recognize how important their job is because I don't know that some of them do yeah I think yeah. they they kind of go well it takes a village so I'll just rely on the village and it's like no you gotta be you gotta, you gotta be, gotta active, be
0: the, active in that village uh,
1: yeah you really do and so I mean yes it takes a village and I've been surrounded by some amazing people who have come alongside and helped out and still are yeah. um, but in the most important thing is that i've been able to keep god at the center of our home and that has made a huge difference for us so
2: yeah
0: that's uh that's one of the things that we always say is make less make less make, make less, make, mistakes. Make less, mistakes, make less mistakes, mistakes than i did and yes. that's with all the kids that i work yeah. with i i tell them i've done this i've done that you guys are going to make less mistakes than i did exactly um, i may be hard on you but there's a reason why but yeah. there's
2: a bunch of what not to do <laughs> yeah exactly a bunch of what not exactly to exactly
0: um Going through this, now you said you, you have a son yes. um, at Collierville Heritage, big yes. time kicker. He's a um, football kicker, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, And you just, I mean, being so pivotal in the community, did you set out mm-hmm. to do that? Did you set out to be, when you first started teaching, did you know that was a calling or did it kinda end up being that way or? Um,
1: I knew it was a calling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I especially when I started at Heritage, I had four years earlier, like you said, in mm-hmm. Southern California that was in the hood yeah and I mean and it really really was it was a gang dominated student population and there was a lot of violence and there was a lot of struggle with those kids and those kids taught me what it really was to be a teacher Mm -hmm. I think I I went into teaching thinking it was going to be just about music and having a great time with kids and then those kids I was there for four years and they taught me how much they needed me to be real yeah and to actually Tell them like it really is and give them opportunities and mm-hmm. help them figure out how to open doors and and accomplish things that they wanted to accomplish, not just dream and then let it go, but dream and make it happen. Yeah. yeah. And when they taught that to me, that's when I realized, you know, this is what I want to do. Yeah. This is what I want to do with my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I taught college and I taught high school and I settled on middle school because it was really the phase in life where I could see that they were very pivotal it's the biggest
0: biggest change from like a kid to uh, now you're now it's real life yeah Yeah. you know exactly making real decisions that can affect
1: I always call it the intersection of life yeah they literally get to that intersection and I get to stand there and say no you don't want to go that way go this way yeah and um, direct
2: traffic yeah (laughs) and
1: I'm directing traffic at the intersection and it's it's great because um, I can look back now over 31 years and I can see these Awfully, awfully successful, amazing people. Yeah, that I'm like going, awful. oh no! <laughs> I started to. No, no, I mean, just, these are awfully amazing people. And there's a this huge number of kids that are not kids anymore. They're adults that yeah. are wonderful, amazing people. And I'm going, I knew that kid when he was shorter than me. I knew you when you were shorter <laughs> than me. And and that's a lot shorter. <laughs> yeah. And it's you know, and it's so fun to see these people become amazing adults because initially that's what I said I wanted to do. I wanted to help little people become really good big people. Yeah, and I, it's 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 cool.
0: That's what's cool a little bit about being here is we've only been open five years, but right. to be able to see from these two definitely in time, I mean you've had thirty one years. Yeah. So <laughs> that that growth, but, but no. But the thing is, uh, what you see, like you've yeah. seen, uh, you've seen kids mature, kids have babies, kids go to college. Mm-hmm. To be able to look back, the lessons that you've learned on that, yeah. um, and I guess the lessons that you've learned just in life from from being a parent. I know you've been a parent to a lot of a lot of kids as well. I mean, not on maybe not on purpose, but like you said, it takes yeah. a village to raise um, to raise these kids. Uh, what is one of the top things that you see that kids are missing? Um, that they're not that they're not they're not getting at home or in the community or somewhere where the village could do a better job of taking care of, of these kids Where's one of the loopholes or yeah. the holes they fall into
1: i think genuine emotional connection
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean real emotional connection somebody showing them that they genuinely care about the decisions they make they genuinely care not I care because you're gonna break some rules and embarrass the family Mm -hmm. or I care because um, what you're doing is illegal or I can No, I care because I see how this will impact your future and I don't want you to go there yeah like you said make less mistakes than I made yeah Um, you know don't let history repeat itself let's do better Mm -hmm. and um, I think that kids especially with the advent of social media and every one of them's got a phone in their hand um, you know at our school they're allowed to walk down the halls with their phones on and in there now they have to put them away when they're in class yeah. but you get out in the halls and instead of it being this raucous, noisy everybody talking yeah, relating yeah. and connecting yeah. they're all walking down the hall with headphones in staring at a screen really it's like there's no emotional connection connection. With the next to we've you gone to giving everybody a laptop and every kid's got a laptop. They sit down in class and they open their laptop and they're in their screen. And as soon as they close it they're pulling out their phone and they're in their screen. And there's no emotional connection yeah. there. Yeah. And if they think there is, it's false. Yeah. And I think we need as a community, as a as a village, yeah. as parents, um, as mentors, we've got to do a better job of teaching them to look us in the eye. And talk to us. Yeah. And when we say I care, hear that they that they can hear I care. Yeah. Feel yeah. it. Yeah. Not just oh, oh I care. No, yeah, I yeah. genuinely care about what happens to you and where you're gonna be.
0: And I think that was that was always thing that you really did really well. I mean, for for me for us, we knew you cared. Um, and truthfully, most of my coaching style, coaching technique. The way I deal with kids, I mean, I can directly pattern on how you coached us, directed us, inquire, <laughs> Mr. Dietrich, and it sounds uh-huh. funny, but that's where I picked up most of my, my skill set of dealing with kids or talking to kids. It's I repeat things you guys repeated to me or uh-huh. act, you know, with Mr. Dietrich, all the crazy things he used to say to me, yeah. say to us. That's how
2: I... He says those crazy things too. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> but that's, that's how, that's where I learned it was mm-hmm. from, you know, from you guys. You guys were the ones that cared taught us, worked us hard, mm-hmm. um, and you know, most people think it was from football, but my football coaches were, they were doing a job, right? Yeah. Um, that was their job. They cared, but that was their job. You were able to kind of, not your job, you cared about us, yeah. period, if it was work or if it wasn't work. Yeah. Um, that's what it was. Well, um, we
1: also have the advantage in music that there's not a state championship on the line every year.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you, you do have a little bit more flexibility in that setting to i mean not that you cannot produce a quality product mm-hmm. and i think we always do produce a quality oh, yeah. product yeah. but tons of trophies that, but there's but that there's a way you we have a little more the leeway the yeah there is not that mm-hmm. yeah nobody's looking at our win-loss column yeah, 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 yeah. the way they're looking at the win-loss column of the coaches yeah and so i think that puts a different pressure on a coach that is yeah. That's in some good. ways a little unfair them. it can
2: distract them too for like yeah. what they're really in there to do which they're there to coach kids and help kids yeah. right when you add that pressure your yeah. mindset can be shifted
1: exactly you know what's I
2: mean? yeah. well, your job that's exactly. how you feed your family exactly. and the exactly. win losses
0: matter Dictate. so that. that's they yeah do. it's yeah. a little bit different yeah, yeah. that's a good insight
2: yeah.
0: thank you for that yeah. miss really yeah. allen yeah. um <laughs> always there for the insight uh, what is one of the top i mean top three top two what do you think people will get most out of this book what 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 did you enjoy most out of writing the book that you thought people needed to receive and needed to know
1: well i I wrote a lot about what I call parent pride mm-hmm. I think we're all I mean once you have kids <laughs> this this switch flips yeah, yeah, yeah. and you become so intensely proud of that child yeah, but there's also that danger of I want my kid to be the winner i want him to be the champion i want him to be the best he's going to be the one on the state championship team and we turn into that parent that doesn't want anything bad to happen to our child Mm -hmm. and some bad things that happen to our kids are the best thing to happen to our kids yeah
0: the biggest lessons are in that yeah and we
1: have to allow them to stumble, we have to allow them to fall. We have to allow them to get cut from a team or not make a team or get traded from a team. Yeah. Um, you know, my daughter worked and worked and worked to make the A-team in cross country and middle school. Um, I had to allow her to go through that struggle. Yeah. It was hard to watch her go through that struggle, but that's what gave her strength to go through some of the struggles that she goes through now. Yeah. Um, I watched my son get cut from teams that it broke his heart. But then he turned right around and was like, I'm not giving up. That's where he gets his fight. That's yeah. where he gets, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, kids can't learn to bounce if they never fall. Yeah. And so I think one of the biggest problems parents have is not realizing that it's the mommy pride that wants to be seen as the mommy of the kid with the blue ribbon. Yeah. And that really has nothing to do with what's best for your kid. Right. What's best for your child is that. He come into a place like this mm-hmm. and learn to work harder yeah. and get stronger and faster the hard way. Yeah. So that he knows the value of the work hard and his work. work ethic is raised up. Mm-hmm. And, that, you know, and that she knows she can be powerful. Not, not that she just can like, listen to people talk about how women should be powerful, but that she really can be. Um, she's gonna learn that in here working that extra because she got cut or didn't make the team yeah not because mommy called the coach and took care of things to make sure that her daughter was on the team so that she could say but my daughter's on the team right right and, and I think we we say as parents oh no 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 I just want I want what's best for my child yeah. but we want what's best I think we we accidentally want what's best for a child if it looks good. good for us, what, what yeah. yeah. If I can post it on my Facebook page and look good about it, yeah. then I want what's that's best. What want. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I don't yeah.
1: want what's best for my child if it means I got nothing to post on Instagram. Exactly. You know.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's okay. something we deal like you, you hear helicopter parents or, or different yeah. stuff like that, and we I see it all the time. I, I you know I deal with parents where they think their kids should be the best, and they come here. And my kid needs this and needs this and he needs this and. He needs this, and you know, just do that. I'm like, well, you know, I kind of been doing this for a while. I kind of know how to get there. You know, yeah. let me do my thing.
2: At this point, we just listen, and then we go on and do our thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Um, but that you're you're right on that. Is you know you're worried about Bobby Sue or Susie Bob, whatever. You know, you don't want their feelings to get hurt. You you call the coach, and now you know. Not only does that affect the other kids, because we hear it. We hear yeah. it how yeah. we. I mean, we hear it in here how oh no, we can only have 12 people on the team, or we're not doing this because so-and-so's mom called. And you're doing more damage to the kid because now all the kids look and they're like, oh my gosh, Like, her mom called, that's why we can't do this. you know, I, I think that's a pivotal lesson for all parents to learn is...
2: Sometimes it's better to just let them fall let and it be, how to stumble. And get
0: let it, up. Let it yeah. be. Let your kids figure it out. Yeah. They will figure it out. They're going to end up being yeah. all right instead of... And what I see later is whenever they graduate college and it's time to get a job and mom's not there and they're not getting that job and they get kicked in the face by real life, they don't know how to handle it.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, when you apply for a job, l- hundreds of people apply. One person gets the job. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of people are still applying, yep. and if you don't know how to bounce from that because you've never had to deal with disappointment, because mama just wouldn't let it happen, yeah. you've got a problem. Yep.
2: And yep. I and think we—that age—it takes a little longer to even to learn those lessons. Yeah, you know, you just don't have that resilience that was supposed to be built way, way back.
1: <laughs> and, and we're so worried about, you know, but I don't want my child's feelings to get hurt when they lose a game, or, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I wrote in my book. Think back to when you were in little league sports of any kind. Mm -hmm. Can you recall the score of a game? No. Can you even recall your win-loss record from when you were nine? No, you can't. No. Those, that's not what mattered. You learned to work hard. You learned to do things differently. You learned to-
0: Get along with people. Yeah, get
1: along with people, teamwork, teamwork, all all of those things. But we're wanting to prevent our kids from having those disappointments that teach those very lessons. So we're throwing participation trophies at them. And I, did some, I read some studies, there's psychological studies out now that say that those are causing kids to have worse self-esteem problems. Yeah. Yeah. And lowering work ethic because it has cheapened success. Yeah. So they don't know if they ever really have met with success. Because everybody's getting a trophy anyway yeah 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 and and if they haven't met with success, they can't identify it nor can they identify success yeah and I mean we've we're really doing our kids a disservice, a and it's time disservice. to say no, okay. they won and you didn't uh-huh. and if that bothers you, go back to the gym work and harder. work harder
0: yeah I mean you ha- then you have decisions to make right you're yeah. going to work harder, you're going to give up I mean you get to yeah. see who you are exactly. instead of mom taking care of it or dad taking care of it yeah it course, I'll call you know, the you coach yeah. you to
2: think further yeah. right instead of you know mm-hmm. okay I showed up so that means I get my virtual critical coaching, thinking whatever. skills Exactly. Yeah. it's developing those critical thinking skills yeah
1: so. to actually analyze what's going on here how do I what, get better yeah. what I need yeah. to do
0: um, I think that's pivotal too in in life is to figure out you know if you have a problem how are you gonna how are you gonna attack it how are you gonna get over that mm-hmm. hump what are you gonna do about it
1: Exactly, because um,
0: they're
2: gonna
1: be there. <laughs> right? They're,
2: they're gonna, gonna be there.
0: Know. Oh,
1: they just keep coming. I mean, yeah. that they they do. They just keep. I mean, I was widowed and I've raised two kids all by myself. Yeah. Those problems, they just keep coming.
0: I mean, that's that's yeah. life.
1: That is life. And that's
0: how sports is supposed to prepare you to do bigger things in life. Yeah. You know, everybody. You know, at some point, our choir. Like I tell you, in choir. That's I wasn't the best at choir, but it learned. I learned how to work extremely hard at choir. Mm-hmm. I learned how to fit in. Um, mm-hmm. Especially in a choir, you, your voice can't be overpowering everybody else's voice. You have to blend yep. together, and you have to constantly be working at all times and listening to everybody and taking in everybody's account. Right. You know, um, those are the benefits of those things. Growing up and learning, you know, that's mm-hmm. why we have choir in school. That's why you have the arts in school. That's why you have sports in school. Those are the yeah. bigger pictures and the bigger themes of right. what it's there for. Right. Uh, it's not always there for my kid to be a champion or my kid to be the best or. My kid's going to college on a scholarship. It's my it kid's, kid's going to be a well-developed yeah. human being.
1: Exactly, and I can tell you that I have taught. I mean, we ran numbers when I hit the twenty-year mark teaching.
0: Yeah. At that
1: point, I had taught over two thousand students, and now I'm at thirty-one years. So who knows how many? A bunch, a lot, mm-hmm. a whole lot of yeah. students. And there are a handful of them that are choir teachers, and it's really cool, you know. But out of several thousand couple thousand or more, Mm -hmm. I can name five or six choir teachers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That means there's a whole lot lot that did not go into music. Yeah, (laughs) doing a lot of other things. Uh, You
1: know, and so if it was all just about the music, I would have really missed what I was there to do. And I
2: think that's what's cool
1: about going into
2: something where you are dealing with kids. So, like, what you said earlier, you thought, you know, when you first started teaching, that's going to be about about the music, this, that, blah, blah, blah. I mean, same thing when I got into this. Like, it's about the training. You know, I'm training kids to be better. But actually... Specifically with kids it's most of the time not about that at all. It's about helping them, guiding them through life and helping them mm-hmm. figure out who they are through a means of choir or fitness yeah, or sport. Exactly. And,
1: like that. Yeah. and, and finding that figure. best self. Exactly, yeah. Helping yeah. them find their best self. Not necessarily helping them find their best skill yeah. no, or their best exactly. strength, but their best self. Mm-hmm. That yep. self that will that we'll fight through and... Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think that would be one of the things that I was excited to write about that I'm hoping people will hear. Yeah. Um, the other was that you do have to be selfless.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, one of the things that really brought me to wanting to write this was that I was sitting with some adults, and this very sweet lady said to me at one point in our conversation, she said, you know, you really just died to self mm. for your kids, haven't you? Yeah. And I'm like, I never really thought I had. I yeah. was like... It's like, wow, no, but then I got to thinking about it and listening to her, and I was like, well, yeah, I, there are lots of things that I could do or would like to do, but I haven't. Yeah. Not right now, mm-hmm. because until my son graduates from high school, I have a, I have a task to finish, mm-hmm. um, and I need to finish that, and I can't just worry about if I want this or I want that. Yeah. I'll have time to do that later, and I can remember walking into their dad's funeral with a seven-year-old holding my hand and my son in a little baby car seat Mm -hmm. and thinking there is no way i'm looking at that baby going there's no way i can do this alone for 18 years yeah there's just no way and now here we are almost at the 18 year mark and i don't know where the time went yeah and i'm like slow down slow down slow down (laughs) i don't want it to be over i mean i just i treasure all the memories that I've got of all the things that I did with my kids, mm-hmm. the times that I spent with them. And I'm like, and I know that there was a phase in there where I thought this is going to last forever. I'm never going to not be picking up colored plastic off my living room floor. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to forever be washing baby barf out of my clothes <laughs> and all of that. And then it was gone.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's, one of the, that's the one of the weird things about you know just time and having perspective of time. I think <clears> another <throat> thing that people need to realize is you know you think everything's gonna be like with kids right? Everything is right now that oh, yeah. this is the end of my life. I embarrass myself in front of everybody. Maybe. I can never live again yes. right And then you really realize it's it's not that big of a deal and you have yeah. so much more time. And I try to impress on my kids. I'm like high school is only four years yeah. of your life. you know hopefully you've 80, 90 years. Don't let that four years that eight years of school ruin the rest of your life because yeah. there's so much more to it than just that, that short amount of yeah. time that you're in.
2: That split second of life is really what it is, it's
0: yes. yeah. that quick, yes. and it's and not even a quarter of your life.
1: Yeah. And, and they feel like they're ready to sacrifice everything mm-hmm. to be, you know, happy in this moment right now, and then they're not necessarily really happy, Mm-mm. and that moment then ends up ruining the next 60 years after high school. I, mean, I tell my students that all the time. I'm like, you graduate from high school at the age of 18, chances are, you know, you live to, say, 80. Yeah. There's 62 years after that.
2: Yeah.
0: That
1: yeah. You got 62 years of living. So I'm like, you can pick the four in high school or the 62 after. Yeah. But you kind of have to make a choice. Yeah.
0: That's... Because
1: if you're going to really live it up in those four, you're going to sacrifice the 62. Yeah,
0: it's going to hurt. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So the battle worth fighting for. Um, you know, how has, how has placing faith and, and, you know, your belief in God, how has that helped um, get through it? and how can, how do you, how do you see it can help others um, kind of tackle some of the things that they're going through parenting wise and, and as a parent, actually, how, let's just keep it that. Keep it well,
1: simple. I mean, as a parent, I can tell you that there have been some really lonely times.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. really lonely times, especially when it came to making really big decisions Yeah. um, and I I didn't necessarily have anybody to talk to about it. Um, The other ones are are those moments when things go really good for me and my kid has had a bad day and so they really don't care what's gone good for you because they're in the moment and their day was bad and that's all they want to talk about. Yeah. Um, And so there was a lot of loneliness Mm -hmm. and My faith told me that I was not alone. Yeah, and having that got me through some of those really empty days that felt just almost oppressive.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And also the affirmation that we get from grace, knowing that God loves us, Mm -hmm. knowing knowing that I'm loved, and I'm not alone, and I'm accepted, and that that God's given me what I need for, mm-hmm. for this moment. I mean, I would have never thought I would have written two books. I'm dyslexic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even read books. <laughs> I mean, and I've written two. Yeah. Um, but God gave me what I needed to make those happen. Um, and that's, that's how the whole process has been. Every time I've come up to something like trying to put together a highlight reel for my son, yeah. I don't know video. I don't know. I don't know what to do. And then the right people are put in my life and there it is. Yeah. Um, Knowing that God has got it and that God is walking through it with me has made it tremendously different. And I think sometimes the panic that a single parent feels, the loneliness, the being overwhelmed, faith tells me that you don't have to feel those things, that Mm -hmm. God's got it and you can trust him. And then also being able to tell my kids that, they are so precious in his sight. Yeah. And that they are created so valuable. And yeah, you might have a mistake here and there, but you're forgiven and you're loved. And to be able to share that with my kids, then that that makes that makes God a loving parent in the house with me. Yeah. And and we pray about things together and we talk about what would God have us do with these and those those things are just, they're so important. I, I could not imagine having done this without my faith. There's just no way. There's no way I could have done it.
0: That's, um, that's amazing. Um, I, I'm glad you came on the show. Um, you know what, Anastasia, you're silent over there. You, you got any questions for Ms. Allen? Have you grasped anything from her words of wisdom?
3: Okay. Uh-huh. So there was I I don't relate to a whole lot uh-huh. Of all of this But uh, A lot of My parents like never really were Helicopter parents They would kind of just drop me at the bar And be like I'm a kid <laughs> yeah. And then in horseback riding
0: um, That is a sport every It is a sport. a sport I'm giving it to you um, The horse is really an athletic
3: thought, There was never Ever A participation, a participation trophy like, yeah. It was always First, second, third, fourth yeah. Like, you never, and it wasn't, and the hardest thing about horse riding is that it's not always about you. It's about your horse, it's about how you look, it's about what jacket you have on, it's about how skinny you are, it's about a bunch of other things that doesn't even have to do with your talent. Like, so, but being in that sport and being in that, like, knowing that as long, I had a lot of struggles, because I haven't, I never, there was a lot of time where I didn't show well. There was a whole year that I had a really rough, show, um, I guess, circuit, and um, it taught me a lot about myself, and it taught me a lot about how, as long as I know that I'm doing my best every day, that's all that really matters. It doesn't matter what color ribbon I have, it's the, how proud I was of me and my horse in those two minutes that I went around and jumped those eight jumps. Mm -hmm. That's what, at the core of it, that's what matters.
0: I love that. Anastasia? Mm -hmm. You always warm my heart with your words. Beautiful. Anyways, so I mean, that's and that's kind of what what kids raising kids or putting kids in sport, putting kids out there. um, That's what's important about sport. That's what's important about having kids and letting kids learn on their own and learn lessons and be able to fail. Um, And, you know, as a parent, you're there to guide them and help. Not that I'm a parent, I just, from watching,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> let's get that out there. First of all, first of all before, I go, before I yeah. go too deep.
1: <laughs> let's be honest, being real.
0: <laughs> but, you know, you're there to let them, let them yeah. fail and let them, yeah. and let them uh, as hard as it is to see your kid fail because you don't want to see that. Um, you know, we also got to let them because the lessons they learn exactly. and those moments from being on their own. That really ultimately is your job is to teach them how to function as an adult human being someday and raise their own kids. Mm -hmm. And a great tactical, great way to do that is through sport um, and letting them fail and you working on you being a good parent to be able to let them do that. I think one of the biggest things that I hear from you that I really liked and um, that I appreciate is, is the mommy pride. Um,
1: and it's hard to keep in check. Yeah, it is. I can yeah, tell yeah, you yeah, yeah. that it is. It's I mean, a battle. <laughs> I bet. Oh, it is. I bet. It, it's a it really is yeah. because I, I, am, I am so insanely proud of both of my kids. Mm-hmm. I will tell you all the amazing things they've done. Just you give me a minute and I'll, I'll yeah. fill it with, yeah, yeah. with accolades for my children. But as much as they've accomplished some really great things, they've accomplished them because I realized that there would be times where I would, the best, I, the best thing I could do for them was cry with them. Yeah. yeah. And that was it. Because yeah. it breaks your heart when they're hurting. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my daughter would struggle, and she would be hurting, and the best thing I could do is just sit with her and cry with her.
0: Let her work through it. Yep. And, and when that's... my
1: son got cut from his soccer team, that he's played high competitive soccer, and, you know, there was a time he got cut from a team, and, oh, and there were tears, and I just wanted to, you know, fix it. Mm-hmm. There was no fixing it. Yeah. All I, the best thing I could do was cry with him and you that's know,
2: hard' I have a specific example I wrestled a lot when I was younger and that's you know I mean it's just you right yeah. it's all you have to rely on and I was a very very emotional child and didn't hold hold it very well <laughs> and
0: an emotional adult
2: <laughs> but um, <laughs> I remember if I were to, if I lost a match like I would cry like right uh-huh. there on the mat right yeah. try to run to my mom and be like mom I lost and I'm very uh-huh. t- and my mom wouldn't wouldn't have it really. Like, she wouldn't cry with me. She wouldn't go that far. But she, wouldn't, mm-hmm. she wouldn't console me though either. She'd be like, "Well, yeah. if that happens. Yeah, figure it out. Work harder in practice. And yeah, be like whatever." And I run away. And keep yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, mm-hmm. once the emotions settled, yeah, like that's exactly the thought that you, I would come to is, well, if I don't want that feeling or to lose anymore or whatever, like, yeah, work at it. Yeah, keep, keep moving forward.
1: Yeah, but you know, I, I can remember once. After a, a CHHS football game, my son's freshman year mm-hmm. our, the boys' first game, they didn't just get beat. They got soundly annihilated. <laughs> okay I mean we're talking. it was destroy an obliteration. Yeah. I can't remember the score like I've, like I keep saying, you know who remembers? It? I know that, that we scored zero. yeah um, and I know the other team scored a lot, okay. And um, a good friend of Chase's, his dad took a picture of the boys together after the game and posted it on Facebook mm-hmm. and put, here we are after our big defeat. Yeah, yeah. And the comments of people going, I can't believe you would put this on Facebook. I can't believe that you're actually putting a loss on Facebook. And it's like, but he was like, but I'm proud of my son. Yeah. They fought a good fight. They did the best they could. They're going to train and get better. And I was like, that was when it hit me, the, the whole mommy pride thing. Yeah. That, that when the mommy pride can't be kept in check, it's because we're worried about ourselves. How we look. Our, yeah. yeah, we're not worried about our kid mm-hmm. anymore. We've now gone past, I don't want my child to cry and hurt, to I don't want to be embarrassed, be embarrassed <laughs> not have a win to put on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, we gotta keep that in check. We gotta step back yeah. and go, I am yeah. proud of my child for fighting a good fight. And I think social you know? media
2: even has a lot to do with that. because well,
3: it puts like it up front. It. You can yeah. see yeah. it. What do you yeah. see yeah. on social media?
2: You see the perfection, Winners. right? Yeah. The what's the good? All the, like, the mm-hmm. wins, the, the, per- the perfect whatever. You never see a loss put up there or the, the ugly side of life. Yeah, right? nobody
1: puts up their failure reel. <laughs> yeah, right? They you put yeah. up a highlight reel, right? Yeah. You know? I mean, it's all the best of the best. And
0: I think that carries over not in just a sport, but I know a lot of kids end up trying to live up to what their parents' expectations are, mm-hmm. um, be it how they look or how their parents are, or what job they they have or who they're dating. Um, mm-hmm. Those things all transform into mommy pride. You start living for your parents so they can post, look at my kid, look at what their job is, look at their new house, look at the, their boyfriend, look at that. And I think it all transforms into that. And I think one, kids end up trying to live up to that instead of living their own whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and parents need that. My kid's doing this so I can brag on what they're doing and mm-hmm. look how I raise my kid and look how good I am. Culturally. I think there's a well, there culturally, yeah. I think yeah. there's an issue. Yeah.
1: Um, well there is. with yeah. that.
0: Um, definitely. And people don't end up getting to live their passion and what they're really meant to do because they're trying to please right. their parents ends up
2: setting the kids back. A lot. Right, because eventually you'll, you, as you get older, you eventually fall out of that because you develop your own mind, your own thoughts. Hopefully, right you fall out. Uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah, you do. Hopefully. I say yeah, yeah, yeah. I've met I, a lot
1: of you, people, who people who, who never don't. did. Yeah. yeah, I say yeah. I've met a lot of adults who exactly. have never been able to escape that, and they don't really—they've never had the opportunity to discover what truly what they've truly value. Yeah. What yeah. really they matters are. to them. Yeah. 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 And so then they're just these empty people that travel. I mean. There, there's a lot of empty adults out there driving around in SUVs full of kids that they don't even have any idea. You know, they're just going to their nine to five and doing kind of whatever. They've never had the opportunity
3: That's to, that.
1: yeah, to, like you said, to step away and go, what just matters yourself. to me? Who yeah. am I?
0: What do I care about? And what am I passionate about and try to live mm-hmm. for? Um, yeah. That's kind of one of my biggest things always was I have to do what I meant to do what i'm passionate yeah. about i couldn't sit at a desk that wasn't going to be yeah. me um, so that, you know, that's one of the things too i like to do with this show or do with anything and bring guests on is just kind of touch on any of these topics and topics of how to help yeah. the village and yeah. how to take care of the village um, and one of the top influencer mentors in our community is yeah. julian allen um, guys the battle worth fighting for
1: or just the battle worth fighting that's the it.
0: battle worth fighting <laughs> Race, raising Faith-Guided Children in a Single-Parent Home. I'm going to say it again perfectly. The Battle Worth Fighting, Raising Faith-Guided Children in a Single-Parent Home. Miss Julian Allen, the community's favorite teacher, favorite person. You guys can buy this book on Amazon. Yeah, or um,
1: barnesandnoble.com. Or any, barnesandnoble.com.
0: It's anywhere. Any, yeah. It's anywhere. Thank you for being on the show.
1: Thanks for I having me. It's been, been great so being here. Yeah. Uh, great meeting you.
0: We will discuss... On the next time she's on with us, you only think God is silent. Hearing God in the defining moments of your life, that's to be continued. That'll be a special episode as well. Um, Guys, as always, love, peace, and happiness. Thanks.